All right, today we're talking about how to pick your hobbies strategically. <laughs> and, I, I, well, go ahead. Well, yeah, this one kind of made me laugh. First time we talked about this. Yeah, and this is a, it's a little section from chapter eight of our book, Simple uh -huh. Money Rich Life. Uh, and I'll just kind of break it out. But the gist of this whole idea and this concept, I don't know, it was just something that dawned on me over the years. So I, a little backstory. So I grew up um, fairly athletic, played a lot of sports, and uh, played golf at a fairly young age. Not quite Tiger Woods level, um, but... <laughs> But I enjoyed playing it, and I, as a 13-year-old, I didn't have much else to spend my money on. And so I would go cut grass. I would umpire baseball yeah. games. You had a bunch of jobs, didn't I you? I had a lot of jobs, uh -huh. and, I, and so I had some money coming in, and I needed somewhere to blow it, and <laughs> golf was a great place to do Burning that. Burning a hole in your pocket. And so uh, I was playing a lot of golf probably three times a week, and I was taking lessons and just getting pretty good for my age mm -hmm. as a golfer. And, uh, and anyway, and so over the years, I like, just kept on playing more and more golf. And then I finally just kind of realized, like, I don't love this sport, but I kind of have, like, my identity tied up in it because, you know, some people have said that I'm pretty decent at it, and, and I thought I was kind of decent at it. Hilarious. I probably thought I was better than I was. <laughs> but, uh, but the point is, is that I kind of had some identity kind of tied up in this mm -hmm. is my hobby. This is who Bob is. Bob is a golfer, you know? Yeah. And, uh... And so it was kind of tricky because I felt like because that was there, I should keep spending money on that hobby and keep mm. doing it. But I also was kind of like, I don't know if I enjoy this you as much. And and it, it's super expensive. Yeah. Like, and so that was kind of like the thought process, too, because I realized... Golf is one of the more expensive hobbies, right? Yeah. It's a pretty expensive hobby. And and I think I was realizing as I started playing tennis a little bit, like, tennis is free, basically. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> balls are pretty cheap, you know? Yeah, you need a racket. Uh, you need a racket, but the court's free. You don't have to pay to go. I mean, yeah. I guess not always, but in many cases, you can go play for free. Uh, and and I'm like, I like tennis, and it's better exercise. Like, And so I'm just like thinking through the like pros of it, and I'm like, huh, this is interesting. And so that was just like one example that I had. And mm -hmm. so then I remember like for a while, I got into bonsai trees. And <laughs> I had like a closet in my room with all these grow lights and had bonsai let's, trees. Let, let's just, just, I think we should have started this with Bob likes, he's got a lot of hobbies. Like you bounce around a lot to a lot of different things. Yeah, but true. yes, keep going. Bonsai so, trees. Again, I don't know. Somewhere being a teenager, I'm growing a whole bunch of bonsai trees. I have no idea where this came from. Like the karate kid, probably maybe? Probably the karate kid. Uh, <laughs> but I'm growing, and for anybody who doesn't know, like bonsai trees are not very easy because. Mm. Like, basically what you're doing is you're growing a tree in, like, a few rocks. It's a tiny pot with a few rocks. It's not meant to hold water, so you're supposed to water the things basically every day. Oh, my gosh. Um, and I had, like, dozens of them. <laughs> like, and, and so... We don't have one now. Like, we don't... <laughs> yeah, so I don't have any now. But but my point in all of that was, you know, I really got into that. I was reading all these books, learning all about it, trimming them up like Mr. Miyagi and doing the thing. <laughs> And, uh, and in all this, again, I had that kind of thing where it's like, all right, is this the best idea of a hobby that I should have? Mm. Like, is this the thing that makes the most sense for me to do? And I'm like, hmm. And then I started, like, kind of thinking about, like, vegetable gardening. It's, and it's like, that's interesting. So I could start doing that, use the same time that I'm putting in, still growing something. Or maybe less. Maybe less. <laughs> uh, and I'm getting free food out of it. Um, and... Anyway, so it was just one of those things where it's like, all right, that, that helped me kind of decide, all right, I want to shift this over mm -hmm. here. 
And and my point in this isn't to say like stop doing things that you don't that you actually really enjoy and you love. Right. But to actually evaluate them through some lens lenses on a um, on a regular basis. Like why not? You know. Yeah, and I think there's something here because when you first gave me this, you know, told told me about this, I was just like, this is hilarious because your personality is all about <laughs> optimization. I just want everything optimized. I want to use my my time in the best way I possibly can, you know. And so it just was like a reminder of your personality, like a yeah. perfect example of it's so Bob, I don't even know what to do with it. <laughs> but um, how this helped me was, um, as we have talked about, I really like shopping. Like, I just think it's fun. It's a hobby. Yeah. There's a creative aspect of it that I'm like, I just like going and trying on clothes and seeing different things, seeing what's out there, you know. And you told me, you were like, well, what if you didn't just do that for yourself? Like, instead of spending all that money buying yourself things, what if you helped other people do this? And this has been more, uh, this has really just been a hobby for me. I mean, I could take it a step further and try and become like a stylist or something at a department store or whatever. But like you you just said, if what if you don't have to spend all that money on yourself? What if you could yeah. help other people when they need to spend it? People who aren't very good at this. And I, yeah. I thought that was such an interesting way to look at it as maybe... Uh, just viewing my the same hobby, just maybe I could twist a little bit so that it makes a little bit more sense for sustainability purposes, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's so much here because I mean, one other thing I'll just throw out there too is I grew up playing baseball, played baseball in high school, mm -hmm. always loved the sport from the time I was three years old or something. Mm -hmm. Always grew up watching the Cardinals, St. Louis boy, and. And that was always fun. And I, and again, like that was part of my identity. But mm -hmm. there came a point in my life where I kind of reevaluated my priorities and what was most important to me. And I, you know, thought through, all right, the Cardinals are playing 162 ball games every year that are three hours long. Mm -hmm. And I'm watching almost all of them. Like, how much of my life am I devoting to this? And then on top of that, like when they're not doing well or when it's, <laughs> even if they are, like other than winning the World Series, like, at some point, I'm going to be, like, just miserably disappointed and depressed, like, when uh -huh. they inevitably lose. Uh, and so, like, all of that together, the time spent, the energy there, the emotional roller coaster, I just kind of, like, made this almost flip to where it's like, all right, I'm done watching sports. Like, um, Well, and I think part of that was good for you because, I mean, I think you probably know if you listen to the podcast or watch us on YouTube or whatever, you've probably seen Bob is a pretty... Uh, even-tempered guy. And the only time I ever see him get really emotional is when he's watching sports. <laughs> and he is yelling at the TV, and I'm like, who is this person? Like, well, what just happened to where he's yelling, catch that ball! You gotta catch that ball! <laughs> the problem is I'm just really better funny. than all of the professionals. Uh, obviously. And so that's, that's what obviously. it is. Obviously. You know? Yeah. Um, we actually know a professional baseball player now. <laughs> We do. <laughs> Which um, is kind of funny. Uh, anyway. Because, uh, yeah, I don't think you'd be coaching him if you were standing in front of him <laughs> in real life. But <laughs> but watching him on TV, you, you've got that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and, and I think what I ended up, yeah, so for me, yeah, I'm not telling everyone to do this. Like, right. I, I have plenty of friends who watch tons of sports. I'm not saying not to do that. Yeah. I'm just saying for me, like, this was a thing that made sense. And I, I think it's a question worth asking. 
-hmm. Like, how are you spending your time? Uh, you know, what are the things that are important to you? What are those hobbies that you're using? And are there more efficient things to do with them? You know, so in my case, like... <laughs> that word again, efficient. Efficient. That's the word of the day, you know? Uh, you know, so one of the examples that I gave is like, all right, I, I love the thrill of winning. I love that. That's part of why I enjoy watching sports. Mm -hmm. Well, what if I took those, whatever that would be, um, trying to do some quick math, uh, 32, 48, 480, almost 500 hours per yeah. year mm -hmm. watching the Cardinals? Like, what if I took that, it started like an eBay hobby or an eBay business, you know? Like, where there's still some yeah. sort of thrill of winning by, mm -hmm. by doing that, but I'm actually building a business. I'm creating income during this thing, whereas I sit and watch the Cardinals and I do, you know, no income is generated from that <laughs> hobby, you know? Because that's the thing. It's like we can think about our hobbies in terms of how can we earn money from them? Because mm -hmm. living in this era that we live in now, there's so many ways yeah. to take almost any hobby, almost any hobby, and turn mm -hmm. it into money. You know, whether that be just starting a YouTube channel about the thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't even tell you the insane, um, the, the, the millions of different options that there right. are for people wanting to create a YouTube channel. I just the other day, I saw this guy who's a car mechanic, car mechanic with like 5 million YouTube subscribers. Was he's just talking about different things and different cars. <laughs> Like <laughs> you did, you were watching just, it and you were like, these are the most boring videos I've ever watched, but I need this information. And so he, this guy has all these subscribers because he's giving out really good information. It is, it's fascinating. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's just one random example. But the point is there's no limit to how you can turn yeah. almost any hobby into some sort of income. Well, you know? Income is one thing, but also like just finding the purpose behind the hobby. Like yep. maybe it is actually a ministry that you have. You know yep. what I mean? That you need to be, you love you love good coffee. And so your thing is taking people out to have a really good cup of coffee and doing ministry with them, you yep. know, like encouraging them, doing a Bible study, like whatever it is. Or maybe it is you're trying to build friendships or, you know, whatever. Like I, I think that there's something here. Um, that we could all just evaluate a little bit better. Yeah, like instead I, of it just being like a random thing that you just have always done it so you continue to do it, just being more intentional. Yeah, so let me throw one more piece in here. Just yeah. uh, piggybacking on what you just said, this thing about taking people out to coffee. I love going to great coffee shops and exploring yeah. the city or whatever. Uh, you can go on Airbnb in their experiences thing. Um, uh, I think it's called experiences. And you can be a coffee connoisseur host in a city. Really? And, yeah, and you can charge money for that. And so you can be an expert coffee, whatever the thing is, and your job is to, uh, people will come pay you $50, $100, or whatever the thing is, and you take them to three of the best coffee shops in your city. Oh my gosh. And so there's, again, there's just so many opportunities uh, to use whatever the thing is you're excited about to mm -hmm. make some cash. I mean, I agree with you. I just wanted to throw that out there as I, another piece. I love that. That's a super fun idea, though. Yeah. And one last thing, like, like something else that I'm just thinking about that I've observed. Mm -hmm. Like there are people who maybe collect stamps or something like that or collect, uh, like has there been over my life a handful of times where I like kind of wanted to nerd out on collecting specific things. For a long time I collected pennies yeah. and, and tried to have like One from 150 year. years worth of pennies yeah. and had this big collection. And that's all fine and good. Again, like if you want to do that, that's great. But just because you've done it for 20 years and you have this massive collection, doesn't mean you have to keep doing it. It doesn't yeah. have to keep being your thing. Like, you can stop. Mm -hmm. And I just want to give you permission to stop. <laughs> you don't have to continue until you right. die because that's your thing. You've collected Beanie Babies and you have the biggest collection in North America. Like You can sell your You collection. don't have to be that. Your identity doesn't have to be in your hobby, in your thing. Uh -huh. 
Okay, so somebody needs this, somebody's listening, and I, I know this is for somebody. So if that's for you, grab that, run with it. Yeah. So if you wanna read more about this concept, this is in chapter eight of our book, Simple Money, Rich Life. Mm -hmm. And now it is time for a review on Amazon yeah. from uh, Stephanie, Stephanie about the book. And this is what she said. Do you wanna read it? Okay, yeah, so this review is from Stephanie. Her title is Wonderful Biblical Perspective on Sound Financial, financial Advice. And she says, I'm a financial planner and a CFP by trade. I absolutely love my career, but have been spending more time focusing on the biblical aspect of giving and financial planning. I purchased this book to help facilitate a class I'm co-leading at my church. Oh, congratulations. Okay. Um, this book is an incredibly easy read. Yes. All <laughs> while giving wonderful financial advice in every chapter. I loved the back and forth between the two. It was fun and relatable. That's you, hon. You got a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been in the financial services career for nearly 20 years and consider myself competent in my finances, but I was able to pick up some tips that I hadn't already been doing. That's awesome. My husband and I already tithe and give a percentage of income, but I picked up some additional ideas to increase giving even further. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Stephanie. Thanks, Stephanie. And this was left on January 23rd, 2023. And so, <laughs> Stephanie... Whoever you are, send me an email, bob at seedtime.com. Yep. And uh, we will get you a $25 Amazon gift card. Thank you again for leaving the review. Yeah. If you haven't left a review for the book or the podcast, we would appreciate your review. Mm -hmm. uh, we love you. And, and it would be a blessing be to us. Basically, and, enter to win a gift card. And you'll be entered to win because. We just like doing that. Yeah. Giving out gift cards randomly to people who leave reviews. Uh -huh. So, anyway, that is all we have for you today. Be a blessing. We'll see you in the next one. Thanks for joining us on the Seed Time Money Podcast. And remember, money isn't the goal, but it's simply a tool to help you fulfill your purpose and your calling. And we'd love to help you achieve true financial freedom faster with our email newsletter. So if you want exclusive money tips and hope-filled encouragement in your inbox, head over to seedtime.com to get signed up.